everyone welcome to business line podcast and this is your host anjana the finance minister of kerala kn balagobal has presented the budget for 2024 and there are a lot of debates and discussions happening around the same and the state is currently going through a debt crisis hence everyone is curious to know how will this budget fare for the common man and to various sectors to discuss all about this i have with me vincent kurian consultant business line come let's decode all about the kerala budget 2024 listen in now hello vincent sir welcome to the podcast so today okay. we are here to analyze the kerala budget 2024 so my very yep. first question here is that sir like Kerala, as we all know, it's a state that's going through a debt crisis, and yeah. it has been in the news just for this particular issue, like how the state is managing its debt and how it is actually going through such a big crisis. So, how yes. far do you think that these announcements that are made in the budget are achievable? Yeah, thanks, Anjana. What we have just seen is uh, the fourth budget uh, by uh, balagopal who is the finance minister mm-hmm. and uh, of uh, the second pinarai vijayan led cpm funded uh, ministry in kerala okay. so that tells a lot you know uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to reforms and uh, when it comes to education and other things mm-hmm. uh, but this budget even going by the modest target for mobilization of additional revenues which the the finance minister says will be 1067 crores 1067 crores that's the additional revenues that uh, the uh, finance minister has proposed to generate this year mm-hmm. and when it comes to the allocations you know the uh, mm-hmm. additional spending which the finance minister is proposing is at around you know 1400 crore which again is mm-hmm. slightly higher than mm-hmm. what the additional revenues will be so it uh, my hunch is that it remains to be seen what really happens the, at the end of the day because kerala is notoriously uh, has been notoriously placid uh, you know uh, a laggard when it comes to uh, realizing, realizing the uh, the tax targets the uh, the collection targets which they have set for themselves uh for a very long time especially when it comes to the current government okay. so the experience that we have had so far doesn't inspire confidence mm-hmm. the allocation to local bodies you know that's a major which kerala uh, is known um better for uh, because uh, it the allocations made to local bodies this year is now at 28.09% which is higher than the oh. la- last last year mm-hmm. it amounts to 8532 crores mm-hmm. so uh, this uh, is one you know ray of light uh, in so far as the budget documents go but the local government bodies uh, must get their due from every budget so uh, the budget has stood by them uh, this year mm-hmm. uh, and um, and the budget also uh, proposes that extreme poverty Mm-hmm. uh in the state will be wiped out entirely by the year 2025 mm-hmm. so kerala would become the first country if it mm-hmm. were to achieve this mm-hmm. particular target so extreme poverty so 
Kerala is, I think, all, uh, number one already in terms of you know the multi uh, poverty index or something, which the Niti Aayog has um, come out with. Mm-hmm. So he, it is done good for itself in terms of the you know the bottom of the pyramid, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which again happens to be the uh, main vote bank for the left government. Okay. So. These, these, I think, are the um, initial uh, remarks when it comes to the budget. Of course, mm-hmm. we have a lot money to cover in terms of uh, the finance uh, minister's um, allocations to other sectors, uh, right from an education, health, and industry, and other things. Mm-hmm. But uh, <clears throat> one other major um, uh, change from the past is uh, the change in pension, you know, the pension scheme for the uh, state yes, government. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it it has been in part you know the participatory uh, pension scheme. Uh, so the finance minister is proposing to do away with uh, mm. the participatory uh, pension scheme, but that doesn't mean uh, a return to statutory pension scheme, which was the earlier uh, uh, you know existing scheme. But the finance minister is saying that uh, he will look to. Uh, set up a new scheme by the name of Assured Pension Fund, mm. um, which will be uh, commissioned, I mean, which will be set up after a committee mm. goes into the uh, aspect of uh, how to set up and how to uh, maintain that mm. particular fund. Yeah. Mm. And, mm. Um, and and when it comes to the uh, tax revenue uh, targets for next year, which is 24-25, uh, the finance minister has... Um, Put a target for uh, rupees seven thousand eight hundred and forty-five crores, uh-huh. and non-tax revenue of one thousand five hundred and three crores. Mm-hmm. You know, if you take last year's budget and uh, just if you look at the revised budget estimates, we mm-hmm. get to see that uh, the government has not achieved what they set out to do uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, revised budget, which is you know the twenty-three twenty-four budget. Okay. So the yeah, the, so the New targets again don't inspire confidence. You know, uh, you never know what what the ultimate collections would be by the end of the next year. Okay, mm-hmm. and capital expenditure, the capex, uh, which includes those by the controversial, I would say controversial, or uh, it's it's already in the public domain. Uh, mm-hmm. In the Kerala Infrastructure Investment Fund Board (KIFB). Mm-hmm. Yes, so, sir. Yes. Yeah. So that's the um, uh, the uh, special purpose vehicle which the government has set up mm-hmm. and uh, through which the government borrows funds from outside, but it doesn't get into the budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the budget provides funds, you know, but that's the uh, main paradox which the CAG and the uh, the government of India have taken ob- objection to. And uh, the KIFB will help uh, uh, according to the uh, budget documents, raise thirty four thousand five hundred and thirty crores rupees this year. Okay. okay, so this is the capex uh, that the government is looking to uh, this year, and uh, there is uh, construction sector revival package which has been announced mm-hmm. uh, for rupees thousand crore, which uh, I think is. Um, aimed at, um, you know, uh, reviving the uh, construction sector in the state, which is a major uh, job generator, uh, mm. you know, uh, when, mm. you, when you uh, go by, uh, you know, sector by sector analysis. 
Okay. Uh, and uh, large infrastructure projects will get just 300 crores. Yeah, that's the, uh, the target that the, uh, the finance minister has uh, set for this year. Mm-hmm. And if you if you go to the core statistics, uh, yeah. you know, the revenue deficit is mm-hmm. at 2.12%. And uh, Kerala has been in a revenue deficit for, for the past uh, four decades, you know, 40 years or so. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the revenue deficit in actual, if put as uh, an amount to the size of the revenue deficit, it is uh, something in the range of 27 1846 crores uh, this compares to some other states uh, of the country which has zero deficit okay you know you're talking about 27000 crores for kerala mm-hmm. and when we have other states with zero deficit Correct. so that tells yeah that tells a story about what the uh, management of state finances has been for a very long time mm-hmm. and uh, the fiscal deficit this year is uh, projected to be uh, 3.4%, which again is very high at uh, uh, rupees 44,529 crores. Mm. So so considering these and uh, the general state of finances, uh, and if you were to look at the the text of the budget, uh, we find that there is no big bang or structural reforms being announced to improve the state of finances, Mm. despite the finance minister hinting at out of the box, you know, thinking going into the budget and a possibly plan B for holding up the economy mm-hmm. if the current scheme of things fail to continue to deliver. I mean, fail to deliver, like, you know, mm-hmm. which has which, which been, you know, uh, the economy has always been underperforming. Mm-hmm. And uh, the finance minister, I think uh, he is frustrated. I mean, not just the finance minister, the entire uh, government is frustrated to a level mm-hmm. where they have to think of a plan B mm-hmm. if the current mechanism doesn't hold up for a very long time. Okay. So, okay. yeah, you know, the public debt has mm-hmm. reached to a level of 40% of the GSDP, mm-hmm. which is unconscionable and which is unsustainable and interest payment burden is 20 percent you know both these figures are you know plain unsustainable by any yardstick so this is why kerala has continued and uh, kerala has been a a debt stressed state and there is no big change uh, in that status going forward in the you know uh, in the near future, Anjana. Okay, okay. So, yeah, but yeah. Um, one of the key concerns when I think when um, experts and yeah. everyone out there, while they were analyzing the budget, they said that yeah. the fund management is one of the aspects that it has not yeah. been covered. And uh, did Correct. you feel the same while uh, analyzing the budget or while going through it? Yeah, yeah, it tells a story of itself uh, because fund management is not worth writing home about if if we were to consider the management of public finances in the state. The practice has been to borrow massively from outside and this amount is being spent to provide for committed expenditures such as payment of interest, salary and pension. 
this this outgo is the highest for uh, i mean if if we take the other states you know a, a highest among the states in india so we are talking about um, most of the funds being raised mm-hmm. going into payment of interest salary and pension okay and so that leaves hardly anything for capital expenditure or any productive expenditure which the government may have in mind mm-hmm. so and the center also has said no to mm-hmm. further borrowing through special vehicles such as uh, you know the kitbi which we have just mentioned mm-hmm. and there is one other company for um, uh, you know to borrow Mm-hmm. Uh, and which pays out the um, which, which is paying out the um, the pension payment uh, mm-hmm. a welfare pension payment mm-hmm. uh, there's a special company uh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll come to that later these two uh, companies have been borrowing from outside uh, the uh, budget mm-hmm. and but the payment is being made from the state's own budget this again is the paradoxical situation which the center and uh, the cag mm-hmm. said will not work anymore mm-hmm. uh, so yeah but the state government does, doesn't agree so mm-hmm. we have a situation where the state government you know has gone to supreme court and currently as we speak the chief minister is leading his own cabinet colleagues mlas and mps for a protest march at mm-hmm. jandan mandar in delhi yes, uh, yes i think it happens yeah tomorrow uh, the 8th of uh, fe- february mm-hmm. so um, the the expectation uh, uh, you know is that the government uh, could likely um, take recourse to article 293 of the Constitu- Constitu- constitution of india yes. which says that you know subject to the provisions of this article the executive power of a state mm-hmm. extends to borrowing within the territory of india upon the security of the consolidated fund of the state within mm-hmm. such limits if any as may from time to time be fixed by the legislature of such state mm-hmm. by law and mm-hmm. to the giving of guarantees within such limits if any as may also be fixed so the government of india may such uh, may subject to such conditions as may be laid down by or under any law made by parliament make loans to any state mm-hmm. or so long as any limits fixed under article 292 are not exceeded give guarantees in respect of loans raised by any state so this is uh, you know a, a possible uh, you know um, provision in the in the constitution you know the 293 293 of the constitution of india okay. which which uh, you know sounds uh, as if to allow the state government uh, to borrow funds and the uh, government uh, the state government will also uh, get, also get a guarantee from the center mm-hmm. to sustain, sustain such loans okay. but it's a moot question whether the supreme court will take uh, you know uh, uh, you know recognize this this provision in the uh, constitution and come out with a, a ruling which mm-hmm. could help the cause of the government that remains to be seen but mm-hmm. uh, my point was that the, the state government has gone to is, is willing to uh, go any distance to ensure that this regime of borrowing to mm-hmm. grow you know that, that's the uh, famous uh, coinage uh, 
set by the former finance minister Thomas Isaac, borrow yeah. to grow, mm. yeah, mm. and the endless uh, borrow as if there is no to, uh, there is no tomorrow, and uh, and uh, and you know sustain your expenditure uh, no matter if it you know uh, confines the uh, the spending to just your committed uh, expenditure such as a payment of salary, uh, pension. And interest payments. So it's a more question whether the uh, Supreme Court will take cognizance of this uh, provision and rule accordingly. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yes. So yeah. That brings me to my next question, sir. And I'm I'm genuinely curious here because agriculture yeah. is one of the sectors that's actually very important, not just for Kerala but also for mm. the state. And farmers are definitely a part of our whole. Uh, economy and we also call them as the backbone of our economy right mm, so yeah. uh, how do you think like when i was going through the budget as well there are some announcements which are made for the agriculture sector and yeah. do you think that uh, these are going to benefit the farmers out there i don't think so uh, there is uh, first of first of all there is no big announcements that could anyway help the farmer Yeah. Uh, to you know help them from out their very dire situation uh, in the state mm-hmm. uh, because even today there there has been uh, reports from palakkad where uh, people are not have not still received their um, mm-hmm. money from the government for the uh, paddy crop this year so yeah and they they're saying there is nothing in the budget to look forward to the, the finance minister seems mm-hmm. seems to have ignored our plight Mm-hmm. uh so so there's no big uh, deal um mm-hmm. except that uh, you know if if you take the uh, case of rubber mm-hmm. uh, because there was the, the people were looking to the government for enhancing the um, support price for rubber um, you know uh, by some reasonable margin this year okay but uh, the government has announced just rupees 10 Uh, uh, you know, a, a rise of rupees ten in the support price of rubber to one hundred and eighty this year. That mm. that's way below the expectations of uh, the farmers, the rubber farmers. So they were expecting something in the range of two hundred to two fifty. Okay. But uh, th- yeah, th- that uh, support price was such a disappointment for the uh, farmers, um, for the rubber farmers. You know, which mm. uh, which. Uh, if you take uh, the uh, central travancore southern kerala mm-hmm. and also uh, because uh, kerala produces uh, almost 90% of uh, the um, rubber in the country mm-hmm. and um, yeah and uh, uh, they are not able to get a decent price for their commodity despite mm-hmm. all what happened what has happened since the 2018 floods in the state um, mm-hmm. and also covid Uh, which came soon after so the, the rubber farmers are still you know uh, in a plight of their own and less said about the plight of uh, the other farmers including paddy horticulture mm-hmm. and other things uh, of course the 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 understanding one of the minister was heard saying that why should kerala grow its own uh, crop because uh, everything else come from tamil nadu and karnataka mm-hmm. and uh, andhra pradesh so mm-hmm. what there is no case for farmers to grow mm-hmm. uh, their crop here in kerala so long as we source our daily needs from other states 
so that is the uh, very uh, controversial statement by one of the ministers but uh, yeah he was not of the uh, he was not the agriculture minister mm. and he was not the finance minister but he, uh, he held a different portfolio but okay. this underlines the plight of the farmers in the state mm. uh, they don't have uh, much to look forward to in the budget and they don't have any uh, i mean at least uh, going by the document the budget document they don't have anything any anything big to you know uh, help yeah yeah uh, offer of help yes yeah. yes yeah, yeah. but so also yeah. one thing um, i think once yeah. uh, i think one of the things that i uh, believe that uh, keralaites or across uh, whichever year it is whichever financial year it is uh, one of the things that we have noted about kerala is regarding their tax collection and yeah. we always uh, see that uh, kerala doesn't have a great history when it comes to this so how would you evaluate the tax collection trend in kerala while analyzing yeah. this budget yeah, yeah, yeah you know the tax collection has been always below par and uh, there's you know the the uh, at least tens i mean it's something around the around 20000 crores or something mm-hmm. is due in arrears um yeah. from uh, from the uh, even from even government's own establishments right. um uh, yeah by way of um, a collectible you know it's not tax but uh, uh, you know uh, uh, water bills uh, electricity bills mm-hmm. uh, arrears in you know they're, they're, they're all in arrears so mm-hmm. if the government ha- at least has a, has a mind mm-hmm. if it applies it's mine to at least um, you know collect at least a portion of uh, what is being left as uh, the uncollected arrears uh, mm-hmm. it will help the government a lot okay. uh, but but there is no uh, at least the finance minister hasn't made any any big announcement in terms of uh, a particular drive or uh, something to you know to expedite mm-hmm. uh, the collection except that uh, he said uh, we'll make the uh, best effort to realize uh, what is spending okay. that doesn't uh, actually promise anything yes so, yes agree uh, yeah so 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 the my point is that it has not inspired confidence at the best of times in kerala mm. so and there is nothing to suggest that this time would be any different so in, there is no mention of any target targeted drive also okay. except saying that uh, the the collections would be expedited and we'll see to mm-hmm. it that uh, we go out and uh, start collecting the money but there is no fixed target right so that tells a lot yeah yeah yes, yes. so yeah. Uh, on that note i wanted to ask a very important question here that businesses yeah. startups all that when we start discussing about it in kerala in the context of kerala um yes. we have always seen that there are uh, news reports or there are talks or there are uh, you know some murmurs out there that comes uh, that businesses are not for kerala or it, it doesn't yeah. really work well in kerala and we have also seen yeah. industrialists speak on those lines right so right. Uh, yeah what do you think how favorable is this budget to businesses in kerala uh, so sorry uh, ajara i think we, we should um, cover business trade and industry at one stretch sure. uh, because okay. yeah yeah because this is where the budget seeks to make uh, mm-hmm. some impact uh, this year mm-hmm. um, you know it's unlike 
the years in the past because you know there's a, there's something very big happening here mm-hmm. and that is thanks mainly to a major structural change in the mm-hmm. left government's position because mm-hmm. it's been always like they they've, they've been uh, objecting to investments from the private sector mm-hmm. and uh, foreign investors also so so, so we have uh, even domestic investors for that matter if um mm. if somebody were to put up uh, uh, some company or infrastructure there would be the, the the labor sector would come into play and they will come out with um, you know uh, you know any um, if, lots of issues which uh, normally doesn't happen in other states and the kerala is known for those issues so it is in this background against this background that something uh major is happening at least the government is making something uh, as if something is going to happen this year okay. uh this has to do with um, uh the uh, the government uh, going all out mm-hmm. to welcome private investment uh into the state uh okay. from now on yeah mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. fact this this is the hallmark of the budget anjana okay. uh, so if you if you take uh, right from the vidyam international port Mm-hmm. uh to industrial parts health and education uh, right. these are all sec- sectors where the uh, mm-hmm. government says it's going to invite private sector mm-hmm. investment i think this is unprecedented and uh, for a left government this is uh, truly big uh, so yeah. there are big big changes uh, of course but one has to wait to see how things pan out um, right. you know you, uh, you know uh, for instance the finance minister has set a target of a huge rupees 3 lakh crore in oh. terms of investment uh, in the next 3 years okay so okay. this is yeah yeah this is huge by any yardsticks uh, when one breaks down the target to rupees 1 lakh crore every year mm-hmm. so yeah this is something unheard of uh, uh, you know in kerala and uh, uh, my point is that there is no harm in entertaining such uh, uh, hopes and dreams uh but it goes to merely show anjana that how the government is mm-hmm. desperately looking for funds uh after the alleged squeeze from the center and um, uh, you know center on uh, mainly on on borrowing you know the borrowing limits and also the crackdown on kifbi and uh, kerala social security pension limited the, the two companies which i had mentioned earlier Mm-hmm. which the government was using to you know borrow from outside okay. these borrowings have run into a major issue with the cag and the uh, central government okay? okay so 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 uh, so much so uh, anjana that the government uh, you know when it comes to winjam the mm-hmm. government proposes to set up a special set up special development zones of based on the chinese model of course this is uh 1970 model 1970 but it goes back to you know almost 40 years mm-hmm. but no, the the government feels um, we need to uh, we we should go for the special uh, development zone led uh, you know um, you know industrial um, development in kerala uh, this had helped china to uh, meteoric rise uh, in terms of the size of its economy and wealth or or a period of the last decades Mm-hmm. so it's again sheer out uh, uh, of desperation that the government is proposing to have a special investor conference mm-hmm. and a maritime summit next year 
okay. to drum up support for this uh, project and tie up funds for these sectors. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you, you can just imagine they're talking about, the, um, uh, you know, Virginium port led, you know, revival of industrial, um, uh, you know, the in, entire industrial sector in Kerala. Uh, so you are talking about um, a, a ten thousand acre acquisition of ten thousand at least ten thousand acres around mm. the Virginium uh, port area, uh, mm -hmm. from where uh, the the hinterland and from where the Kerala will drive its next phase of uh, industrial uh, you know revolution, and um, so this is uh, dreaming big big, mm. and uh, uh, the beneficiaries of this uh, the new thinking will mm -hmm. also include what the finance minister referred to as mm -hmm. the sunrise economy. Right, uh, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, which encompasses the tourism, IT and ITA, ITES sectors. Exactly. So we find farming coming nowhere in the picture, uh, you know, for a state like Kerala, which, which has been truly agrarian. So they're talking about IT and IT, IT enabled services led and industry led growth of economy. But mm -hmm. farming, uh, you know, in this respect, doesn't come where anywhere near the pic in this picture. Okay. And yeah, and also here, the government is uh, the finance, the finance minister is proposing to have investments both in the private and PPP models. You know, public private partnership yes. models. Yes. Yes. In in joint ventures and also the CR, the Cochin International Airport Limited. You know, the CR model mm -hmm. uh, PPP companies, mm -hmm. uh, then the new thinking is also the finance minister using market-friendly, um, you know, jargons like the INVITS, the Infrastructure Investment Trust, you know, INVITS mm -hmm. and Real Estate in Investment Trust rates. Okay. So these, yeah, these are uh, big time changes, which normally will not find in a budget uh, mm -hmm. presented by a leftist uh, finance minister in the state of Kerala. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, so this is the big um, impact-making announcement uh, that, uh, which comes out of the uh, budget. And, and this is what makes the budget uh, truly uh, big this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, um, so, yeah. so, it's a left government and uh, we are speaking of more uh, establishments, businesses, uh, schemes yeah. coming up. And we yes. are also like, we are naming it as Sunrise Economy. All the right. changes are great, sir. But we do have a sector which is yeah. very popular for the way that uh, we have managed it so far. That is yeah. the health sector. When COVID hit, when uh, we had uh, Nipah that came in, everything, when all yeah. that came in, I think we yeah. were praised. I think Kerala was praised. The Kerala government was praised, praised for the way that it was handling all the, you know, all the issues that came in. But uh, yes. do you think that this uh, particular budget has served justice to the health sector? Health sector, um, uh, Anjana, if you take um, uh, the state of Kerala, uh, we have been in the forefront of, uh, uh, you know, reforms in the health sector, education uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the public welfare sector as a whole. So education and health have, have always been the most when it comes to uh, attracting uh, allocations in the budget, uh, in mm -hmm. every budget. So mm -hmm. that's why we've been 
uh, indifferent when it comes to the several indices, uh, you know, uh, be it literacy, be it health index, uh, be it uh, infant mortality, uh, be it maternal mortality rate. We're all, uh, we, we rank high among the states, uh, the other states. But uh, the problem has been that um, the infrastructure has been there, has been set up for over, over a period of the last maybe uh, 20 to 30 to 40 years. But uh, these sectors, these very sectors, the health and education sector, uh, have been in the need for, in the, uh, you know, in the badly need, you know, they have been uh, in the need badly for second generation reforms. You know, you're talking about first generation, you know, initiatives, which actually set up our, uh, the network of hospitals, uh, which dot the entire uh, landscape of uh, the state and also education institution for that matter. So we, we take education, both education and health at one stretch, uh, because these are the two, uh, yeah, these are the two uh, sectors which uh, uh, has seen uh, a steady flow of funds from the government, uh, uh, be it the left or the right, uh, you know, the left, uh, left front government or the Congress-led UDF government, United Front government, which has ruled the state, ruled the state turn by turn for over the last, you know, so many years. So, education and uh, health have benefited uh, initially, mm-hmm. but uh, what, yeah, what we lack now is second generation reforms. That uh, we have come to a stage where the first generation infrastructure badly needs improvement in infrastructure. Mm. In time with the evolution of technology and uh, and uh, advanced me- medical uh, healthcare, and right. uh, we yeah, and the 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 public sector has also to match the skills and uh, the potential of the private health uh, health sector, which is doing very well in Kerala. Mm. So mm. yeah, so there's been that funds the funds have not been. Uh, coming to the required level to finance the second generation reforms in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if we were if we if uh, we were to look at uh, the required uh, level of funds mm-hmm. and what is being announced announced by the finance minister, mm-hmm. uh, not just in this budget, uh, also in the, in the budgets in the recent past, we've right. seen that uh, the yeah the funds have not been sufficient to. Mm-hmm take us to uh, to that level when we would be able to initiate the second uh, generation reforms uh, in, in these two sectors, uh, health and uh, education. Okay. So this is exactly why uh, institutions such as the KIFB and the, uh, the Kerala Social Security Pension, the two companies which are raising fund, from, from funds from outside the budget, mm-hmm. were set up. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 were set up, uh, in, uh, you know, exactly to um, find resources to fund mm-hmm. the second generation reforms mm-hmm. uh, for the education and health sectors in Kerala. And what we've seen in Kerala is that those funds have actually made a lot of difference. You know, there's a lot being done by these funds borrowed from, from outside, but they've already started uh, you know making a change at the ground level where 
hospital infrastructure has been spruced up like anything and even the school, school buildings you know mm-hmm. uh, they have also been um, rebuilt they're being they're still in the process of being revamped they're being rebuilt and if you just take uh, uh, you know you 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 know start a journey from the north to the south in kerala we can mm-hmm. see uh, a lot many hospitals you know even go to the level of taluk or level hospitals that mm-hmm. is proper buildings beautifully painted buildings you know uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, infrastructure is also getting um, uh, you know um, improved Mm-hmm. Uh, in the uh, in the entire public uh, health uh, sector so things have started uh, make uh, you know to change but the problem is the sustainability of raising funds from outside to mm-hmm. these um, you know the public um, uh, public welfare infrastructure which mm-hmm. doesn't pay back you know they they don't uh, pay you back Mm. uh you know uh, because it's not a profit oriented uh, thing for the government mm-hmm. to run a school or a hospital unlike mm-hmm. the private sector the government mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't earn you know big uh, so as to um, pay these funds back in the borrowed funds mm-hmm. uh, which the kifbi kifbi or the other company is raising from outside so that's the paradox which i had mentioned to you earlier Mm-hmm. uh so this so that that's where we we fail to uh, match you know the mm-hmm. need and the requirement the requirement and the need to pay back okay so the so so, uh, so if on the ground things have st- started to change at the infrastructure level um, mm-hmm. in the public sector when it comes to schools and um, uh, hospitals okay the the problem is who pays the um, the uh, funds back to mm-hmm. the uh, to the sources uh, from where we raise the amount mm-hmm. so th- this is uh, yeah so this is uh, this is why uh, the critics say that this way of development is unsustainable for kerala a cash strapped state like kerala which is borrowing funds just to um pay salary and uh, pension for the state government employees mm. so where where do where does it have the money to pay the these big funds back you know this massive funds which is being used to um, spruce up hospitals and schools okay unless and until, until they pay uh, back the government mm. big time mm-hmm. which will not happen because we are we are not me you know going to make any profits from our business uh, in uh, you know in running schools or hospitals in the public sector mm-hmm. so that's a big difference yeah so my point is that um, uh, of course the education sector is stands out for a major policy shift in terms of welcoming private funds even the uh, when it comes to the private sector uh, funds Mm-hmm. even the education sector and the health sector are also included mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, as recipients mm-hmm. as would, uh, likely recipients of the private sector funds uh, mm-hmm. from this year mm-hmm. so this comes from a political front and party that spearheaded countless bloody agitations against mm-hmm. self financing colleges not to speak of foreign investment in education in the state Mm. but this is exactly what the finance minister has promised to bring into the state this year mm. not this foreign money anjana but even foreign university campuses campuses in the state oh. come to in 
Yeah, mm-hmm. even foreign uh, university campuses are being proposed. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, th- this comes in the context of uh, fear that the state is witnessing migration of students out mm-hmm. to outside of the state and even the country over the past few years, right. uh, which seems to have yeah, uh, which seems to have attained a certain degree of urgency in recent times. Mm-hmm. So, this is the major uh, issue being flagged uh, in the public domains in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, for, and and the state is not uh, getting any younger. You know, state mm-hmm. is left with older people, aged people, uh, mm-hmm. while the younger uh, and the able, the able-bodied people are, uh, you know, going out for education or job. And uh, those who are migrating to Europe or the U.S. or uh, Australia or New Zealand, Unlike in the Gulf, they won't return to the state anymore. That, that's what the trends look like. Because Gulf, those going to the uh, you know the Gulf countries, they come back. Mm-hmm. But um, these people who go to the uh, to Europe or the US, they um, end up staying there and they end up as citizens or uh, or these countries, and they don't come back to the state. So mm-hmm. so the yeah yeah so we end up. Uh, being, uh, you know, increasingly being transformed as a, uh, a state for the aged people, uh, the uh, the elderly. Uh, so, so these realities are catching up very fast, Angela. So I think this must have rankled the minds of the party and the ruling front mm-hmm. uh, with no ready solution to offer. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're looking to uh, embrace uh, the private sector mm-hmm. and invite private funds to mm-hmm. help uh, growth in Kerala uh, <clears throat> because uh, the uh, the borrowing uh, limits are being you know uh, very grossly scrutinized uh, by the center and the RBI mm-hmm. and uh, the state cannot um, you know uh, you know hope to borrow at this level for a very long time right. so this right. yeah this is where we have come to Anjana. So, uh, so is there anything that the common man can be happy about in this budget? <laughs> yeah, we talked about uh, the the welfare pension. You know, um, that, that is that was one big announcement which uh, the common man, common man was looking to whether the welfare pension of rupees one thousand six hundred per month mm-hmm. will be revised in this budget. But mm-hmm. the finance minister has said nothing doing at least this year. So uh, that so, so that hope is dashed, Anjana. So oh. people will continue to get rupees one thousand six hundred, but uh, uh, this one thousand six hundred has not been paid for the past five months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, in the state, and which and uh, the, this this has become a very major controversy in in the run up of uh, the uh, Lok Sabha elections, you know, which are due. Mm-hmm. So there's a huge controversy uh, over that. So, but uh, the I should I think uh, the uh, the general public should be happy that at least there is no new sets on petroleum mm. or uh, uh, you know other items uh, other tax heads uh, you know uh, so uh, of immediate relevance to their daily needs. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's a I, I think that's a relief. Uh, but the welfare. Pension will uh, stay as it is at rupees 1,600. Okay. But people have to be uh, thankful f- 
for small mercies uh, uh, and jana but uh, uh, there is some noise uh, from the small trade and mm-hmm. the retail sector retail mm-hmm. sector in the state they are worried about uh, the competition increasing competition from the organized big players in the retail chains chain, you know in, in the malls you know mm-hmm. the the lulu malls of the world uh, mm-hmm. people are worried the the friendly neighborhood Mm-hmm. Uh, you know uh, shops mm-hmm. which we we are used to you know on uh, on a daily basis mm-hmm. they they are running into a lot of issues uh, with this big players coming in big time yeah, the dervans of the world the lulu malls of the world so mm-hmm. that is um, a concern being expressed by the um, the uh, the small trade sector uh, and uh, Uh, but uh, overall, I would say, uh, Anjana, there is nothing to suggest by way of relief uh, to the common man uh, from the unconscionably high level of indebtedness, uh, because uh, the, the per capita debt is high for a state which happens to be the state with the highest per capita income. Also, that's again a major paradox uh, happening in Kerala. Mm-hmm. um yeah we are uh, among the uh, in the top bracket when it comes to uh, the per capita income but uh, the debt per capita debt also is very high uh, uh, in kerala so so there is nothing uh, uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, big in terms of relief for the common man by any uh, stretch of imagination mm-hmm. uh, anjana right yeah. so so one yeah. last question sir so what are the three words yeah. that uh, use to describe this budget oh three words sir <laughs> yes sir just three words <laughs> okay uh, i would say it uh, it is workman like mm-hmm. workman like in the sense that the finance minister has uh, tried his best to come up uh, with his best but it doesn't Uh, mm-hmm. offer you anything much so mm-hmm. it, it's it's workman like um it um uh, uh it i would say it's impractical okay impractical to some extent mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, uh what what would i say um and and i, I would say hope against hope Okay. <laughs> it's it's yeah the Kerala budget uh, yeah it's uh, hope against hope if we can use that it's a big hope against hope okay. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think those are like two words then sir it's impractical and hope against hope. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's how okay. we would like to conclude uh, about the Kerala budget 2024. I think that yeah. summarizes all of it. So, yeah. thank you so much, Vincent, sir, for joining with us today. It was a pleasure to have you with us. I'm sure our listeners would have definitely benefited out of this conversation. Thank you, Anjana, for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir, for joining with us on the podcast today. I'm sure our listeners would have definitely benefited from this conversation. Listeners, listeners, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with yet another episode of Business Line Podcast. Till then, this is your host Anjana signing off.